0: With your host, high performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. For all the loyal listeners right here on Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with your 30 day free trial. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers, all one word, audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So hurry up, grab your 30-day free membership by going to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. This is Scott Hansen, high-performance business coach, best-selling author, speaker, and of course podcast host right here on Success Hackers. It's on Success Hackers that we are all about empowering you, our entrepreneurial audience, to take your business to entirely new heights. We do that by interviewing some of the most talented and successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then having them share their success hacks and strategies with us And then it's our role and responsibility to take those success hacks and strategies and then implement them in our businesses. For all you Loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show. Spread the word across social media. Subscribe to the show. It's because of you. Success Hackers is now downloaded and listened to by individuals just like you in 65 countries and growing. If for whatever crazy reason you haven't yet subscribed to the show, make sure to do that by going to successhackers.net and then clicking the subscribe button so you don't miss any new episodes right here on Success Hackers. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode, make sure to check it out because Sophia Parsa shared what things she learned when starting up the brand new Toot app. That's T-O-O-T. It's a Toot app which is an app that allows individuals to not only tutor and make some extra money as tutors on college and high school campuses, but also if you're looking for a last minute tutor, you're cramming for a test and you need to really get some help, make sure to check it out under successhackers.net and my interview with Sophia Parsa. Also, one last thing, make sure to stay all the way to the end because I'm gonna be sharing something that's absolutely brand new for a very, very limited time only. If you're a business owner, Trust me, you're gonna to want to listen to this, so stay all the way to the end. Alright, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Today we are going to hear from one of the country's experts when it comes to creating a successful image that embodies leadership, power, and success. Today our featured guest is Sylvie DeJusto. Sylvie, are you ready to rock?
1: Absolutely. I'm excited. Let's
0: do this. All right. Sylvie Dejusto is the CEO and founder of the Executive Image Consulting Company that helps individuals project the powerful image of themselves to the outside world. As an experienced consultant, speaker retained by companies, and effective trainer, she puts on workshops and events and everything else and actually helps individuals apply these to the real world participants leave with valuable skills techniques and tools they can then put to the practical use she has a proven track record in corporate and individual counseling using a results oriented approach i am really excited to be interviewing sylvie because i want to learn more about my own professional (laughs) image and i know i can take it to another level and i know everybody listening can do the same thing so sylvie welcome to success hackers it is great to have you on the show
1: Thank you very much for having me. I'm super excited to be with you and uh, everything that includes the word success and hackers sounds so interesting and appealing to me, so I'm excited to be with you.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you as well. So Sylvia, I gave Hacker Nation just a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about yourself and specifically your business.
1: So I'm a professional image consultant. I'm in the business of seven seconds. Um, that means that I help individuals and companies to better understand how people judge you, what they think about you when they see you or when they experience you for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that um, around three thousand times every single day we judge others and we get judged by others, and I can explain you what exactly happens when somebody experiences you, what they think of you, and what impact that might have on, for example, your career path or. On your sales track record, or on everything that happens afterwards. And I found it that company executive image consulting, after a long, long, long history and path in human resources, um, I have a long corporate history, I was 20 years always involved in training and development and management development and executive coaching, and just experienced firsthand how it important it is that, yes, there are skills and knowledge you bring to the table and some kind of education, but it's also about how you sell those skills and that knowledge, how you package it. And what I do nowadays is that I package people. I help people and organizations to create a packaging for themselves that speaks volumes.
0: I think a lot of people would really consider what you do a very cool way to make a living. How did you actually become an image consultant?
1: Well, as I told you, I was in corporate and I was responsible for, my last job was responsible to build up a management academy for the top 100 managers in an organization, um, big as 100,000 employees. And I hired image consultants for them because some of them just didn't have the knowledge or uh, didn't present themselves in the way we wanted them to present themselves in our organization. And I was very, very fascinated by the work some of those image consultants um, did. And at one point I decided to go back to school and learn all the tools and techniques uh, that an image consultant have has to have in his or her toolbox. But uh, first and foremost, I went back to school to learn those tools for myself, so I had never the plan um, to really uh, build a business on that. And uh, besides that, um, there is a private story my brother told me when I was five years old. It was the first time that I told him that I want to move to America. It was always my life dream to move to the United States. I have no idea what I really thought with five years America is like, but obviously I was very attracted or I pretty much knew what America is, uh, is like when I saw the most influential movie of my life, which was Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> with that expectation, <laughs> I always wanted to uh, live here and it, it took a little while until uh, I was 35 and then things sometimes just happen and, and, and fall together and you are at the right place at the right moment. And it turned out I can move to the United States. And when I was here, I had to make the decision, do I go back to into corporate or will I try this business adventure into something that I'm really passionate about it? And maybe now is the point to make a business out of that.
0: What a great story. So when you think, of, think back on that time, what was the hardest part about making that transition? Because again, you share with us you, you went from working with some of the largest companies and yeah. you had an amazing, amazing job where you oversee a lot of people and you were doing some consulting and some uh, some some branding and helping companies get to the next level and individuals within the company. But then you said, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm very good at what I do over here, but there's just something calling to me that I belong over there in this thing called being an entrepreneur. So what was the hardest part about making that transition? Uh,
1: well, the hardest part of making that transition was probably to realize two things first what most people don't know it's a very lonesome job isn't it Yes. as as a speaker and and trainer and a coach I basically first of all I'm everything I'm my CFO my CMO my uh, CEO I do everything and um, I'm I'm lonesome sometimes. I, I know that it sounds terrible, but it took me a while um, to figure out that my headquarters is just somewhere else. It doesn't look anymore like the headquarters where I walked in 20 years long with people in there sitting every single day. So in my case, for example, it turned out to be um, an association, the National Speakers Association. And when I went to a meeting for the very first time um, to that association, I walked into the room and thought, oh, here you are. Here are my people, right? <laughs> so I, I found my colleagues. And so while I found my job to be very lonesome, and that was very surprising for me at the very beginning, um, it finally or it, it worked out because I found my people and had to realize your headquarters, your team just looks a little bit different than um, you were used to it the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, and I I absolutely further your sentiment. It can get lonely sometimes, for sure. I mean, there's the, well, I, I get to call my own shots. You know, some people work out of their apartments or their houses and they get to work in their bathrobes and, you know, the lifestyle entrepreneurship. And that's all great. But to your point, and that's why I think it's so important whether you join a mastermind group, whether you join a Facebook group, whether you have to pay for a group coaching, whether you have to do something like Sylvie did and join the National Speakers Association or a Toastmasters. I believe very much that even though we're in this thing called entrepreneurship and maybe we're a solopreneur, to your point. It's so important, not only for your business, but for your psyche. If you're locked in your house all day long trying to make things happen, that's not healthy either, is it?
1: Absolutely. I remember a conversation I had with the former president of the National Speakers Association, Shep Heiken, an amazing um, customer relationship expert. And once I was not sure if I should really go to a a conference they offered, you know, and I said to Shep, you know, I looked into the program and most things I already know and I'm not sure should I really do that trip and it was in Las Vegas and so on. And then he looked at me, came very close and told me, Sylvie, you don't go there because of the program, you go there because of the people. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I always say hang around with other people that you know can teach you things and it doesn't really matter what it's cost because you're gonna, you're go- the ROI against it in the long haul, not only from a monetary standpoint, but also like we talked about from just a well-being standpoint is going to be leaps and bounds, whatever it costs you to join the organization or go to the event. You speak to groups and organizations, not to mention the trainings that you do around Image. What's one strategy, Sylvie, that you teach during your seminars that you can share with our Hacker Nation around their image?
1: Avoid distraction for any price. You know, when people judge you or when people perceive you, your image is the combination of something I call the ABCD, the A for your appearance, how you look like it or not. They just look at you and they scan you from head to toe and they judge you just by the way you look. And then but looking good is not enough because at one point you're going to be for behave your body language, your business etiquette skills, do you shake hands, do you look into eyes, very simple things. How do you behave in that first encounter? And then you're going to say something, the C for communication. What do you say and how do you say it? And most important nowadays is that most first impressions we make, we do not make anymore in person. We make it in a digital way. So I edit the D for your digital footprint. What will I find about you on the internet? Um, How do you behave on social media? How do you communicate via email in some kind of digital way? So what I always tell people is although we know that your image is the combination of that a b c d make it a non topic avoid distraction for any price you don't want to be known for your appearance right? You don't want to be known for a weird behavior or something uh, weird you said. You want to be known for your skills, for your knowledge, for the added value you bring to the table, for the services uh, you offer, for the products you sell. But you never want to be known for, example, your appearance. If people remember you for something you have been wearing, You did something wrong. Because what nowadays very often happens, I mean, let's just take a look at some very famous entrepreneurs, right? Nowadays, we handle a generation in organizations where everybody thinks that with flip-flops and a hoodie, you can become a multi-billionaire, right? Right. And uh, this is what organizations handle. And I tell those uh, young, or usually younger people: as long as you didn't invent a multi-billion-dollar company in your garage or in your den, like Mark Zuckerberg did, you do not have the right. You do not have the right to wear flip-flops and a hoodie at work. That's mm-hmm. the one thing. The second thing is, believe me, that I have seen Mark Zuckerberg more often in a suit than you have seen him in a hoodie. Because whenever Mark Zuckerberg needed money, he thought a suit is a very good idea. <laughs> and the third thing is, very often those entrepreneurs or also executives, they create a brand for you. They make you believe something. Let's take another very famous entrepreneur with a black turtle neck and denims every single day. Uh-huh. right? And. Um, They make us believe that this has been such a creative mind that he didn't have the time and energy to think about his appearance, his visual appearance. But I can tell you that this black turtleneck is a handmade, custom-made, every single piece, handmade, custom-made, isamiyaki, $800.00 black turtleneck. And that doesn't sound to me that Steve Jobs didn't care about his appearance. It sounds to me like he cared a lot, but it's part of his brand, part of the way he wants to be perceived. It's very planned out, you know, and it's nothing that just happened randomly.
0: So as long as it's an $800 turtleneck (laughs) versus a Target turtleneck, we're okay.
1: No, as (laughs) as long as it's on purpose, you know. On purpose, exactly. Uh, it, it has a purpose. Every, every single, every single piece of clothing has a purpose. I mean, uh, flip flops have been invented to uh, be shoes for the beach. Huh? <laughs> so why would I wear them anywhere else than on the beach? or I mean I live in New York City I I promise you that ninety percent of the yoga pants I see in New York City have never seen a yoga class so <laughs> people miss very often misuse clothing and then are surprised why they stand out and stand out for the wrong reasons All
0: right, so we're gonna switch gears we we talk on the show about what's called the light bulb or the aha moment tell us about a time <laughs> when you went from again you talked earlier about the corporate world and you having mm-hmm. this incredible job and then building that bridge to being the owner of Executive Image Consulting. What was the aha moment, that one specific moment you just knew that yes, you had a passion for it, Mm -hmm. but now you can make a viable business from it? Was there a client, was there a specific day? What was that aha moment?
1: Funny story. At the very beginning, I sat down and like probably every business owner and entrepreneur, I created my beautiful packages and services I'm going to sell. And then I thought, so how much money am I going to charge? You know, what's my fee? Then I started educating myself, and I asked, I I don't know how many people I asked, and each of them had another model, and each of them had another advice, and it was very confusing for me, so in the end, I sat down, and the decision I made is I always wanted to have a pair of Manolo heels, heels. That was my dream, and I decided with the first client, I'm ever gonna have in that business, in my own business, I'm gonna take that money immediately, go to Bercht of Goodman in New York and buy my first pair of Manolo Blahniks. And that was my first fee, so I looked up how much that pair of uh, heels would be and I wrote that on my website and said, okay, if, if you hire me, you're gonna pay uh, 799 US dollars for that session. <laughs> Two years later, I had the great pleasure to work with Manolo Planik himself. I brought him this pair, and he was nice enough to sign them for me. They are here in my um, office, standing like a holy grail. You know, and often <laughs> remember me that, first of all, of course, I didn't charge enough. <laughs> That's <Right. servant. laughs> But the second, you have to find your own way. It's good to get Inspiration from other business owners, from other entrepreneurs, but in the end, create your own model, create what's right for you just at that moment, in that time, in that specific occasion, because you know best and listen to more music and less advice.
0: Oh, my God, I love that. You know, as a business coach, I obviously, one of the things that I coach my small business owner clients is to set goals and all those things that we do as business owners. And it's so funny listening to you because I don't think I have ever heard anybody set a goal. You know, sometimes you hear a trip or, you know, maybe a nice dinner with their spouse mm-hmm. or some friends. You, you said the hell with all that. I'm setting yeah. Manol Blonics, and this is what I'm going to be charging. <laughs> <laughs> Like you said, you could have kept listening to everybody else say you're charging too low, you're charging too high. But you said the hell with it. I'm going after it. I'm creating my own, my own brand, my own pricing, and that's what you used as a benchmark and a foundation for the rest of your business.
1: It's really an awesome pair of heels. I know that men don't understand that, it, but it's really it, it was worth it.
0: <laughs> Sylvia, as you know, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to really help grow themselves in their business. You've been in the corporate world for a long time, then you made the leap over to becoming an entrepreneur like we talked about. You talked a few times about some of the, the, the strategies that the people in your groups and organizations and seminars hire you for or the one-on-one coaching clients, what is one piece of advice or one strategy that you can share with our audience to help them maybe spiff up their image so they can be seen as an authority? Is it what they wear? Is it a pair of shoes? What's maybe one thing that they can literally take today
1: and start implementing? Feel confident about yourself. You are who you are and you are probably out there in a specific age or in a specific body or in a specific gender and you cannot change that anymore. So make yourself feel like the superhuman you are. And if that includes or requires clothing to make you feel that way, then invest exactly at that place invest in yourself because you are worth it sometimes i'm uh, standing in front of my audiences and i scream at that at them and say you are better than target I mean, I have, I have nothing against the target. I go there uh, to buy my kitchen stuff and um, all other things. But it's not the place where I see myself, for example, in terms of my clothing. That doesn't mean that all of us have to wear Chanel. But in, in instead of buying three random cheap things, invest into one piece uh, that is three times as expensive. Because unfortunately, or fortunately, what people think, the more you are willing to invest in yourself, the more you have the ability to invest into others.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I I can piggyback off that because just recently, and I like nice things as well. And Mm -hmm. um, I don't go shopping as much as I maybe I used to when I was single. Now that I have a wife and a house and all that, we're trying to have a child. So, you know, you start to save on different things, maybe differently. However, I have invested recently in a really nice suit. Mm -hmm. And to your point, there is just something about, and I got some shoes to go with it. There is something about putting on this brand new suit with these brand new shoes and you're walking outside of your house or you're going to a networking meeting or you're going to an event or a seminar, and I don't know how it works, but it just works. I mean, I just felt better. I, was, I think I was even walking different, even mm-hmm. maybe even talking different. So it absolutely does work. And to Sylvie's point, you know, she's not knocking target, but what she is saying is, you know, depending on what your level of – business is at or where you're at with your finances, go out and spend maybe a little bit extra money on a nicer pair of shoes or a nicer suit or a nicer dress because it does reflect on who you are and who you're being. And the old saying is, the universe is very interesting, right? Because what you put out comes back to you. Exactly. So if you're walking around, even if it's not a $1,000 suit or a $1,000 dress, but if it's a couple hundred bucks more than maybe you're used to spending... You're going to feel, act, and then ultimately attract the right people into your business. Would you agree, Sylvie?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Your, your appearance at your behavior and your communication always influences both sides. It influences the side of yourself, how you feel about yourself. You know, if you, if you look great, you usually feel great. You behave differently. You say things differently. And, of course, you can influence others, too
0: great advice. Great. Only on success hackers can we get amazing business advice but also some advice on what to wear when you're at a networking event. <laughs> this is why I love this show. Sylvie, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Okay. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Sylvie, De Justo, are you ready for the randomness round?
1: I'm ready for it.
0: Best advice you've ever received.
1: From a friend we both have in common, Jeffrey Hazlett, one said to me, don't be cheap, be the best.
0: What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind?
1: I have a book of gratefulness uh, next to my bed and every evening I go to bed, I write down one thing I have been grateful for that day. You
0: now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice (laughs) would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? (laughs) Sleep. Sleep more. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success?
1: Hard work and dedication.
0: What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you, Sylvie?
1: Uh, You can tell me where Barack Obama is today, about which topic he speaks today, and uh, who is in his audience, and I can tell you the color of his tie.
0: What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business?
1: Running the Gauntlet by Jeffrey Hazlett.
0: If you can recommend one social media tool or service to our Hacker Nation community, Sylvie, what would that be?
1: If you travel a lot like I do, I couldn't live anymore without TripIt. It's a mobile app on my phone that just does everything for me, tells me where to go, where to fly, where my car is, where my hotel is, uh, which uh, points I have to collect in which program and what I have to do next. I couldn't live without TripIt anymore.
0: Sylvia, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. You Thanks made so it. Much. It was
1: really a hot see questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has been incredible. Thank you so much, Sylvie, for your time and sharing all these incredible success hacks and strategies with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business?
1: Oh, they can find a lot about me and my business online. For example, on my website, which is executive-image-consulting.com or on basically every social media platform out there. I'm I'm very active on Twitter, so stop by on Twitter and, and say hello. Also on my Facebook business page, but also in LinkedIn and Google Plus and YouTube.
0: She is everywhere, Hacker Nation. (laughs) Make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Sylvie, along with some other really cool resources that we have on the site. When you're on the site, don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest and greatest new episodes. Lastly, like I mentioned in the opening, besides being the creator and host right here on Success Hackers, I'm also a high-performance business coach. I help small business owners who are looking to double their revenue, get new clients, and become more productive. I have never done this before, but if you've owned your business for over two years, and you feel stuck, and you're seriously wanting to take your business to the next level, I have a few spots available for a one-on-one 30-minute free coaching session. Usually this costs $495, but I'm waiving the fee for a very limited time only, so if you want one of these spots. All you have to do is email me at info at successhackers.net, info at successhackers.net, and then type in the subject line, Success Hackers Business Breakthrough Strategy Session. Once I get your email, I will then email you back, letting you know more about this free 30-minute coaching consultation. This is Scott Hansen's thing. thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.